This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I am doing well. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. I understand uh, you had a little uh, oral surgery. Uh huh. I did. Yes, what I did. What did you do? Because now, so now I'm orally correct. Um, did. Um, I had a tooth. A back molar that cracked, I'm going to tell you, 15 years ago. And you didn't know? And, yes, I knew. And the oh. dentist that I used to go to 15 years ago yes. was recommending, oh, you have to have root canal and a and a cap and blah, blah. And so I didn't really want my teeth messed with because I have TMJ from an accident and I don't like all that procedure. And I just kept putting it off to the yes. point where I made two appointments with this dude. And then I never went, I mean, I canceled, I called and canceled, but because I canceled, um, they had, they had me on like a do not fly list oh, there. Oh, on a blacklist. Yeah. Oh. And said, oh, we can't. And I'm like, you know what? No offense, but you know what? I could care less. So, and there's like millions of dentists, oh, A my and B, God. like, hello. So guess what? the point of that I'm making here yes. is. I go to Kim Stampion as my dentist now, and I absolutely love her. She uh-huh. is fabulous. So she, we've been watching the tooth, okay, through the years, because a couple times it's cracked more and a piece came off. But 15 years, I've had no pain, no issue, nothing with the tooth, mm-hmm. which this goes to say, show, did I really need the root canal and the cap 15 years ago, okay, which are hugely expensive. I don't yeah. know if I did. I'm not a dentist, but evidently there was no issue. And so I had the tooth. Now I'm, you know, I'm going to you know get it i so i had it pulled my there was a wisdom tooth behind my molar cuz it was the very back molar on the bottom and i have no wisdom tooth above it i have two on the other side i only had 3 okay and oh, okay. um see how much smarter i would have been well, before we, we know you're weird <laughs> but anyway so yeah. so i had so she they recommended both the oral surgeon and and i said okay let, let's do it so of course i was nervous a nervous wreck about doing it because you know it's it's medicine it's medicine it's, it's anything it's ugh. yes i know so i i went on tuesday afternoon to chris kochik who is and he was the nice when i met him i i just loved him for my consult and then when i went in he was he and nancy um, who took care of me were so wonderful. I mean, kind and sweet and and encouraging. Like you're doing fine. You're doing fine. And you know the Novocaine is like Novocaine. Mm-hmm. And my biggest fear wasn't first going in. My biggest fear wasn't the pulling of the teeth. It was the Novocaine because I f- forgot what it's like to have Novocaine on the bottom 
where your tongue yeah. could be affected. And I was like, can I swallow? Like all these crazy things were going on in my mouth, in my mouth, in my mind. Yes. So that was my biggest fear. So once the Novocaine was in and I realized it's just a little tiny bit on the tongue on the side, it was nothing. That wasn't the problem. Then the worry of, oh God, oh my God, oh my God, I have to have two teeth pulled out of my head. And I literally like grabbed on with a death grip to the the the, the, the um, arms of the chair oh, yes. because... And in two seconds, the wisdom tooth was out. I mean, it was like, one, gone. That's your wisdom. It was like, what? I couldn't say what, but that's what I was thinking. And then the other one, he did tell me, probably because it was cracked, was come out in two pieces, which he had to do. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it took less than five minutes <laughs> for the actual extraction. Not because they have to wait till you're really... He kept saying, we're going to get you good and numb. And I go, please don't say that. Please, please, please. Don't say numb. So, anyway, I was comfortably numb, and it was, um, there were, and afterwards, we're taping Thursday afternoon, so it's about almost uh, 48 hours later, Mm -hmm. and of course, now you worry about dry socket and all the stuff you're not supposed to do, including not drinking from a straw. Oh, yes. Uh And you know what that's doing to me. I'm just not drinking as much because I'm a straw person, and, Mm. oh, but I'm trying to do everything I'm supposed to do. So Until when? I don't know. I have to look at my notes and see the exact time. But you just have to keep, and they tell you not to drink for like I think five days, with um, a straw. Without a straw, because the reason is the motion, the sucking can pull, can cause you know the blood clot to yeah. pop out or dissolve. And he did tell me, which is interesting, women tend to have a natural dissolving of the clot more so than men. And that's when dry socket can occur. A, if the blood clot is is, is dislodged or if there's a dissolving of it before it's before it needs to be. So I didn't oh, real and I said, Well is that hormonal or and he said, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but they and I said, I bet you it is, because there's we have to blame everything on hormones. So but uh-huh. he he was fabulous. I was in, I was out. They called the next day to make sure I was okay. Yep. I have had other than you where you can feel kind of the blood rush to the area to heal it. Did you ever really pay attention? No. I pay attention to that stuff. Where blood you're the Human body is amazing it when is when we think of what it does. <laughs> it's and incredible. Really, I mean, you have two teeth yanked out of your head, and you, you, but anyway, I could feel that, but no pain as so far. I mean, they say the second day, third, it could be a little, but. So far, that's it. I said, do I need an antibiotic? He said, I'll tell you after I, I pull them. And he said, no, you do not need an antibiotic. Because wow. so, um, every time I've ever had one, they all they inject the antibiotic into the tooth oh. before they pull it, just so it's in there. I don't I don't know. Maybe he did do that, and I don't know. But he meant, like, I meant, do I need something oh, after? Oh, oral antibiotic. Right. So, yeah. And he said no. So maybe they did that. I don't know that. He yeah, did not tell me that. that. But the point is, he was wonderful. Uh, so I can't, I highly recommend him. And as Kim said, he's wonderful. And I really, and I kept looking at him. His last name is Kachik. And I'm looking at him. I said, the first time I went, I said, I know your last name is Kachik, but you got some smiley Irish eyes. He goes, my mother's Irish. I said, I knew it. I knew it. So, but he's really a, a sweetheart. So if you, I'm telling you, if you ever need an oral surgeon, not that I hope you do, but if you do, I highly recommend 
Chris Kochick and my dear love of Kim stamping has been wonderful to me. And so I feel like at least I'm now I'm getting an implant where the molar was removed. Mm -hmm. So that process will take in about six months. I have to do that. Mm -hmm. So that's where there'll be money involved, obviously. But you know what? It's an implant. And um, yeah, what the heck? So we'll because I don't want my teeth to move. And, you know, so we'll uh. we'll see. But things are well, feeling good. And it's out. I just keep thinking it's out. Like it's yes. out. Everything's gone where, I, where it needs to be. Well, I think it was uh, two weeks ago after we had, after we recorded the show, I went to see uh, Dr. Pollitt, uh, or Pollitt, I'm sorry, I said it wrong, Pollitt, and Costello. Um, that was a group that's in... West Pittston, and um, I, I knew it would make sense for me to do that since we were here. So I scheduled that that day. I went down there uh, from WILK studio, and uh, I have same TMJ kind of thing that I never knew I had. Has it been bothering you? No, it wasn't bothering well, me. Well, how does he know you haven't? Because I intend originally went there because I knew that Dr. Pollitt was uh, a certified something or other in this uh, particular type of device that is supposed to, if it is appropriate, can replace the CPAP machine and mask for sleep apnea. And I really wanted to find out if I could qualify for that and what it was and how does it work. So originally I went to see him for that purpose, um, but then I decided it wasn't going to work because it's you are not allowed to sleep on your back. I mean on your sides. Back. That's what it was, your back. You have to have a pillow underneath your back that when you go – uh, or to the side or to the left, whatever it is. It's one or the other. And I just said, oh, I can't do that. I, I cannot restrict myself because I'm somebody who sleeps on my side and my back. And I just I do that during the course of the night without even thinking about it. But this device that you put in your mouth that's supposed to prevent the sleep apnea also requires that you cannot move in oh either God. that. And I just said no. Why don't you just wear a straight track jacket too? Oh, well, while that's you're at about it. right. So while I was there, he started looking at my teeth and measuring um, my jaws and all that kind of stuff, and discovered that I did have some issues with that that I never even thought about. So now I have a device, two devices. They look like um, the retainers, the retainers, Invisalign or something. Yeah, yeah I have them. Too. So instead of instead of using my Invisalign retainers mm -hmm. now. I right. use these two things and they set my jaw properly so that I don't have any pain or pressure. So two weeks ago, I went back for a follow-up just to see how everything was going. And everybody was thrilled beyond words at the uh, improvement. But it was just so funny to me that I didn't even know I had that problem. And it was for something totally different that I went there. And it ended up being something that is quite helpful, and it makes a difference. Well, TMJ is tough. I mean, I got mine from when I was um, hit an accident, um, hit by a drunk driver many in 1997. Yeah. Um, and I have whiplash because my back, left side of my head hit the back of the um, 
the headrest. Uh, yep. um, and that caused because there's like a cartilage disc on, and there's a disc missing on my the left side. So mm-hmm. it's really and it's been and I have all those things, too. I don't really yeah. use them as I should. But yes. um, it's it does. you. I have TMJ is tough because it does um, affect like a question mark, like there's a, a nerve too that was damaged with mine, like and it comes up like a question mark on your head, the shape of a question mark, and it you can, I can feel like if I get pressured or stressed or I can feel that get tightening up, mm-hmm. and so I said to him, I, this is why I'm so afraid because I have to keep my jaw open, and I said years ago when I went to Ken Miller who was here as an oral surgeon years he's no longer here, um, they left the area, but he. Um, he said to me, you, you know, it's no offense, but it's a good thing you talk a lot because <laughs> <laughs> you seriously, the, the movement, the, the muscle movement is good for, yeah. for, for that purpose. Well, see, so there was a good, there was a reason, physical see? reason yes. for you yapping away yes, over there. But there, but I just have to say, so that happened. I de-Christmased my house, um, which took a whole day. Um, yep. And it's just so plain in my house now. When I look at it, I think, I like all my stuff. I would like to keep it up. But because I love all the lights and all that. It's just so nice. But um, and then, um, no, I I do want to say, though, remember I told you, you know, I love Hillside Farms. Yes. milk. So I was reading the paper today. And, um, of course, the best chocolate milk in the world. Yes. And so um, I want to talk about two things that are wonderful. One um, is that there – I think it was in the news briefs. Yes, it said Hillside Farms mourns a a, a cow's death. It was an older cow. They had it since 2009, and it was was an 11-year-old cow. And she was part her, I guess her daughter and her granddaughters are there. And she was a, a dairy a dairy farm, a dairy cow, but has been retired for a while. But she was on the farm, and she just passed away. And her name Aww. was Cookie, and the the owner's daughter named her that. And it was they picked her at auction, and it's just it's it's see if it's in the paper. I love it. They, they're great. talking about the cow and how wonderful it is. But I'm telling you, and I'm like, oh poor Cookie, you the best milk in the world. <laughs> So I just want to shout out again because they are – that was such a a sweet story to hear. I mean, it's sad for the cow, but just, you know, how animal um, friendly and how nice Mm -hmm. that was. And and I just want, you know, the best chocolate milk in the world at Hillside Farms. I agree with that. And uh, true, is it, Lynn? It's like creamy. It's it, it, unbelievable. It's like liquid chocolate ice cream. It's it is. It's it is it's so when you good. pour it. It's it's just you, it bubbles and then it does and it's thick and it just oh my stop God, so stop. good. I know. Stop. So You're go visit them so. too. And then the other thing were the Scranton was the Scranton firefighters um, helping the deer get out of oh, the water yes. that was stuck. That was wonderful. Oh and I love at the end. I re- of course it was on the news, but I read it where it where the firefighter said, "Who? What's his name here? Um, firefighter Scott. I, I can't think. It's it's probably up here, but I can't see it at the moment." And he said um, that I guess it was um, well when they rescued it. It says every life is. We take every life very seriously. I thought. That was the sweet, sweetest thing to see them and how they had to p- 
chop the ice with their shoulder, their elbow yes. to get the, yeah. and then he ran out and they said an exhausted deer and then got up and, and ran off into the woods. And, I, yeah. you know, that's so. That is good to see that. So, you know, firefighters, and I'm, and I I'm love so them all. I'm so glad that that woman who was walking by happened Saw, to called. see it and called somebody. Yes, because could you imagine seeing that deer struggle <sighs> no, like that? I, no, that breaks And in the heart. one time I could see it put like its chin down on the top of the ice. Yep. I thought. So sad. So hats off to the Scranton firefighters for a job well done in rescuing that mama deer. So um, those are things I wanted to – I just thought they were nice, friendly stories. So, okay, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get ta-da! Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. Hi. How are you doing today? Oh, good. That's good. You had an exhausting week getting rid of all your Christmas stuff? Yeah, but it's done and you move on. Yeah, I guess so. Now I'm thinking of having talking to my sister and having her do a a regular because I love on my um she has she, I have grapevine and these red pretty balls and some green these real pretty poinsettias that are um like they're almost meshy and they're they're beautifully done and they're mixed with greens and little white lights and they go go down my um, stairwell. So now I'm thinking of having my sister do something for me in the in a in a much more neutral way to keep it out so that yeah. I have that lit because it's always so pretty yeah. to look at that. And over my fireplace, I'm doing something different because I want the lights on. I know. That's the fun part is to see that there's just something magical about them because they're not big bright lights. They're very tiny and subdued and they make you feel very... Yeah, did you take yours down? No, but I uh, was going to say that I've had in the last four days, I've had a gentleman from Clark Summit who has advertised his services as a handyman, George Lear. He's um, been advertising on Nextdoor, the app Nextdoor. Yeah. And um, I tried him once before and he was just so busy he couldn't do it. So I said, hey, let's get it done. I had a list of about 15 things that needed to be done in the house, including putting up the new blinds, putting up uh, valances that I had purchased since um, May of 2018. 
Um, and all this stuff has just been sitting around, needed to be done, hanging pictures on the wall, um, getting a device so that the remote control would work the ceiling fans in the bedrooms. It's just all little things like that that I – so anyway, he, he has done that. He has also done a piece of something that is very important, which is that – uh, our stairway from the living room to the upstairs needs a piece, one piece that is a, a, a banister, I guess you would call it, or a, something you hold on to, uh, so that Patrick can get up all the way up the steps. There's a piece that's missing um, after the first, I think, six steps. That's just a wall, and then the next part is the banister for the upstairs. So there's something missing in there. So I went up, I don't even know how long ago it was, bought the piece of wood, got the stain, got the brackets, and of course I had to find somebody who had some way of being able to paint it and do all that stuff because I didn't have any sawhorses or whatever yeah. they call it. I couldn't do that anywhere. So he took the whole bag and took it home, and he's going through all this stuff and buying this and buying that, and he'll be back and finish it. But it's it's just been wonderful. I mean, you wouldn't even recognize my house. It looks tremendous. See? That's a good and I'm thing. so happy that he did all that stuff and did it very well. So hats off to George Lear, and, um, you know. Look him up if anybody needs any handyman work. He's looking for some work right now. It's a dead time of the year for him. So mm -hmm. yay for him. Well, good. I'm glad. I, you know, the, people don't really um, value, I think, as much uh, to know those kind of guys or gals because it's important when you need something that you either don't, can't do, don't know how, or don't have the time, right. and you don't have anyone else to do it, to have that kind of... Um, yeah, help. It's, it's, it's very great. it's very important, and and you trust him. That's the other I do. part. Yeah, and the segue here is that I asked him to bring up all the boxes and all the stuff that I for had for the tree to take. The I tree knew. Down. I figured there was something. Yeah, so, I, I have to say then that's the only thing that is not down in my house. It's not my tree is is up now because you know I get a, a smaller one that's up on a pedestal. Yeah, I don't because that's usually where I sit. Yeah, get it. Anyway, with your crown, of course, it didn't work if I you didn't with get your it. Crown. Um, anyway, so I did not take that. <laughs> I didn't take that down. Aww. So I'm going to do that this weekend because then the real tree has to go outside. But it has all like yeah. those icicle, which I love those mm -hmm. like tinselly. I love that as much as a pain in the arse it is. Yes. I just love how it looks when the light shine yeah. on it. Yeah. So I that I have to do, but everything else is well. Funny. I'll take the tree down now and. We'll get that all done. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say, too, is that um, I brought Patrick to um, Dr. Taylor during this past week for his teeth cleaning annual or semi-annual appointment. And the woman who is the hygienist, who's my, also my hygienist, I told her that I would do a shout-out. So, hi, Mary from Dr. Taylor's office. She's probably listening to us now as she's driving to play tennis. So, yay, Mary. We're giving these dentists a lot of good we PR are. today, aren't we? Are. We? we are indeed. That's how it works. Yeah. Well, so, um, 
One thing I wanted to share that I thought was very interesting, and I don't believe I did discuss this once before uh, because I, my usual, I usually check off something that I've read. But this one really, it really moved me to read it. And uh, it's because of who she is and what she had to say that I think is shared by so many people, including my college roommate who I spoke to this week, who was going through some of the same angst of what do you do when or if you decide to retire. And so this is from a very well-known columnist, um, Jane Bryant Quinn, who is retiring. And she was one who uh, besides writing here, she is also a columnist, I believe, for New York Times and some other major newspapers and magazines. But this is the article that she wrote and writes for um, AARP magazine. It's called Your Money, Financially Speaking. And she calls this column My Parting Advice. And the subtitle is It's Time to Say Goodbye, But First, One Last Set of Tips for how to secure your future. So to all my dear friends at AARP, I'm doing it. I'm retiring. After all these years of reporting and writing about how to prepare for retirement, I'm trying it myself. And I think the key word there is trying. Trying, yep. Um, this decision wasn't an easy one. I've gone through all the typical questions. Can my husband and I do this without crimping our standard of living? Will I be happy stepping back from work I have found so meaningful? Can I be content when I'm no longer fighting on behalf of consumer rights? I've said yes, then no, then yes to myself dozens of times. My husband retired last year, and just as I've advised in my columns, we've had many, many conversations about what to do with our time. To start, we're going to follow a dream and live in Rome for a year. Wow. And that's where she wrote this column from. Um, so she says, after Rome, my calendar's blank. Like every other new retiree, I'll have to invent a life for myself. It's challenging and not of and not a little unnerving. I'll spend more time with family and friends, do more reading and more jigsaw puzzles. Then I'll see what comes my way. So much has changed in the world since the day I launched as a baby financial reporter in 1963. When it comes to what to do with our money, we have tons of options that didn't even exist back then. So which should we choose? My advice, choose among none of those options. Simplify your financial life. Raise the automatic contributions to your savings plans. Don't have a plan? Automate contributions to an individual retirement account. Buy low-cost index funds that follow the broad stock market and bond markets. They will likely outperform any managed fund you own and almost certainly any bag of individual stocks you might select. Right-size your life to live within your means. Make a will. Check that the beneficiary forms of your IRAs and 401ks list the correct people. Then quit thinking about your money and get on with your life. But, 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 it's one thing to nod your head to advice on paper and quite another to set a plan in motion. You might think about making changes but never act or simply turn your decision-making over to someone else, someone who won't necessarily have your best interests at heart. 
So how do you gain the confidence to make financial decisions? Personally, I learned confidence by following the academic research on what actually works. That's where I got the advice that I offered above. If you ignore all the other stuff, namely the stuff that doesn't work, you've narrowed your choices to a small set of decisions such as which index funds to choose. I would interject not index funds, but exchange-traded funds. That's just me. Okay. Back to Jane. At that point, you can hardly go wrong. What throws us off is the vast Wall Street financial machine offering complex investments designed to separate you from your money. And if you don't want to manage your money yourself, find someone who charges only fees, no commissions, and works for a firm where no one charges commissions. Keep it simple. Simple is a sophisticated way to save, invest, and plan. I'm going to miss writing to you every month. Your concerns have, have been ever-present in my mind. To those of you who sent me questions, my warmest thanks. I was able to answer only a fraction of them in print. But all of them informed my thinking and often inspired full columns on subjects that I hadn't considered. But every life eventually takes a turn away from working and toward the ordinary responsibilities of life and good citizenship. This is my time. I'm honored to have spent the past 10 years in your company. Goodbye, Godspeed, <laughs> and ciao. And ciao. Cool. <clears throat> oh I thought that was really interesting. And the reason I think it's interesting, not just because she's, she's, it's well-written, but because of the fact that of all of the people on the planet, you know, who have talked about planning for retirement, that non-financial piece of retirement is the one that stops people all the time. And when I was saying that I was talking to my college roommate this week, she was a nervous wreck because she realized that she needed to retire and needed to because she was uh, becoming a victim of ageism. You know, people were squeezing her out because of her age, and they wanted to get rid of her. They wanted this, that, and the other thing. So she said, okay, let's go through the motions, and let's figure it out. Can I retire? So I just did a review of everything that she had, and she's working was working with a financial advisor in Atlanta, where she lives. And I said, you're going to be fine. And she said, but what am I going to do? Yeah. And that's always the issue. And then her fear was right behind it. I know so many people my age who've retired and they they're not doing anything and they're just they're just becoming a wasteland. They don't do anything. They don't they're not engaged with people. And I just don't want that to happen. Now she's she's single. But, you know, that's the issue. I think we need to start taking care of that. I need a, I have another response to that. So, well, yeah. we're going to take a quick break. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of the Laurie and Lynn Show. 
I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. We're back. We're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a fee-only financial planning firm designed specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also um, the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. That's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and just about everywhere else these days. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And what else is going on in the world? Oh, I got, you know, a lot of stuff going on in the world, as you know. But um, Sean is still home. He will be home until, well, when you listen to us, he'll be gone. But he's here till Friday. Um, And... Um, he'll be going back to start his second semester of his second year of law school, believe it or not. Yeah. It's unbelievable. One more it, year. It is, because I, I missed that. Like, there was, there's a space in there where I missed uh-huh. it. You know? It's unbelievable. And it's, it is amazing. Yeah. So, and I'm still getting, pa- the other day there was a package on the front porch, and I thought it said Sean Foley, so I brought it in, and I said, Sean, there's a package for you. He said, for what? I said, I don't know. And he said, Mom, that says Tom Foley, my son. I don't know why Tommy is still getting stuff sent. <laughs> I mean, at Christmas time he had stuff shipped there, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. What, so I'm, I have to call him and see what he's, what he's doing, why it's there and not to his place in new york i don't know what happened there but um anyway well so there's was, still all their stuff still coming and going it's bizarre uh, i was going to mention the fact that the other law school graduate that we usually speak of is my nephew who has uh passed the bar as everybody knows and now officially is an attorney and that was so funny at christmas time <laughs> patrick said to him so are you a real attorney now jeez <laughs> As real as it gets. Yes. Yes, indeed. He is a real attorney. But for Christmas, he gave me a subscription to the New York Times crossword puzzle um, mm-hmm. online. And I said to him last week, I said, how about if we do it every day and see who can get it done the quickest? Because the way it works is when at the end of it, there's a little thing that pops up and says you're finished and it tells you the exact time in minutes and seconds it took for you to uh, do that. So, what is it a smaller one? 
A what? Like how, how every day you have to do it? Yeah, you oh, do it on, on an app, on the phone. So when you finish it, um, it says you're done, you know, and then you can forward that how page. Many, how many are there? How many, like? There's one a day. No, how many questions are, oh. how many of every day? It goes Too well into the me. 60s. And, how do you um, have the time to do that? I do it in little dribs and drabs. Uh-uh. But it keeps it, it keeps the time, you know. So if you work on it for eight minutes, then when you start again, it starts at so eight minutes. So it just minutes. tells you how quickly you get right. it done, so, no matter if you stop or not. Right. It's, so I'm, you know, I See, I didn't I know you that. did crossword puzzles. Oh, jeez. How did I not know that? I don't know, but my my grandfather used started me on this because well, it's very he would good do, for it to do it. They are great, and he um, can you cheat? Of course, you can cheat. How? We have Google now that we didn't have oh, back then. correct. Okay. <laughs> but my grandfather had, and I still have it, had um, a crossword puzzle dictionary. And you would look up the clue word, and it would give you all the other options you can try. So oh, it's neat. essentially cheating. Cheating, but, 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 but legitimately a, so. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, if you wanted to look up, if the word was bottle, the clue was bottle, you'd look up bottle, and there might be jar, whatever Yeah, whatever but you know is. what's nice about that? It, I, and I say, can you cheat? But I really meant, well, I did mean it that way. But the reason I say that is because I would, until you said that, or even the Google thing, I was thinking, like, they're not, you, you, what you learn, even if you look those things up or Google it, you're still learning what that means, what the word is, another word for, yes. like, or th- th- thesaurus or any of those yes. kinds. It, it, those things make you, your brain think and move and... Absolutely And does. you learn those things. It's I, good I, that's mental exercise. It's fabulous. And, and I have stopped doing it a while ago because I was getting bored by the crossword puzzles. They were just too easy. And I mean, the New I York could, Times one? Or just no, no, any? no, not the New York Times ones. I bought some from oh, Amazon. Okay. And so I would do that every night. Every night before I went to bed, I did at least one crossword puzzle. That's cool. I like that. And then it started and where getting did the boring. Where book come from? Can you still get that book? That, that, what's it called? The Cheater's De- Guide no, to Crossword Puzzles? Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually a book that I have at home. I don't even know I where you can get st- it. Well, go- Amazon, I bet. Well, of course. Amazon. But what's it called? Do you know? No. It's just a, a crossword puzzle dictionary is all okay, that they call I it. it. I think that's cool. So I started doing games. Games? Games from, oh, from, um, from you know, ones that I downloaded from, um, what's that? The app is um, the app store on iPhones. And I now have about uh, 7, 10, 12 icons of different games. And every night before I go to bed... I do two or three of them because it's the same thing. It just helps to clear my head of whatever nonsense I'm carrying on there. And it makes me think about other things that have no great relevance to my life. So therefore, I can slow down and do that. And then when he gave me that subscription to the New York Times, it got Patrick excited because he and his friend Bill Haight, who I think is listening, Bill, um, they would take their New York Times on the train every morning when they went into New York and see who could get it 
done the quickest. And the true test of a great crossword puzzle solver is do you do it in pencil or, or ink? pen, yeah. Here it is on here at just Amazon, there crossword puzzle, Merriam-Webster's That's it. crossword puzzle dictionary, just huh? so you know. So um, they, so he's really excited about that. The only problem is if I do it at night, which I generally do before I go to bed, he's sound asleep next to me. But he's he's brilliant at crossword puzzles. He comes up with names of things, and he's a great resource. We used to try to do them together, but not if he falls asleep. That doesn't help me. Uh, but anyway, um, I have not seen many completed crossword puzzles from my nephew. Oh, boy. So I'm saying this out loud on the air. Let's go, Tim. Get it done. Get her done. That's right. Got to get it done. I, I took a peek at today's, and that's the thing about the New York Times. They get harder and harder every day. Mm -hmm. So Monday, you can pretty much get through. Tuesday might be a sticking point. Wednesday's like that bridge. You know, maybe you get it done. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to cheat. Maybe you don't. <laughs> But what Again, I, I don't care even if you do. I, I don't care if you ch I, I look up every one. It's still learning. It, it is. And that's, so. that's how I console myself. I just say, well, it's a word I never heard about. I can't imagine it. And then sometimes I'll look at the answer and I'll say, who was thinking that that clue would have any relevance to, to the answer? To what the word is, yeah. That's nuts. Well, you know what I do when I read like columns in the paper, especially I I tend to do this with Maureen Dowd's columns. She I love writes her writing, like love it. But but her some of her her lexicon is unbelievable, and I don't know some of the words. So what I do is I circle them and I Google them mm -hmm. to learn um, what they mean. Because and do you use a, them? I try to in my mind, but that at least I know what it it is. Mm -hmm. One time, because you know I do the um, the question of the day, Alexa question of yes. the day. And so one time I actually knew it because I looked up the word. All right. So see, it it does happen. It's it does make sense. I like anything that makes you think and you and you you learn from it. But well, I like to know quick. I don't. I, I it's. I like the fact that you take that quiz every Sunday. <laughs> What's the, Oh, I do. In the Times. I do. Michael Gilmartin and I take <laughs> the, the the Scranton multiple Times choice. multiple choice quiz every single Sunday. Yep. And then we report into each other as to what our scores are. Oh, good. Uh -huh, because we have that. to we can't say, "Oh, I didn't do this" because we just say, "Here's what it is." Okay. I missed and, this. And I guessed incorrectly. Didn't. Don't even remember you reading that. Oh, all the time. One hundred percent. All right. <laughs> but I have to say, since I've been doing it, I have never. I used to get the. Is it the New York Post, the tabloid style bag? Yeah. Uh -huh. So I used to get that when I was in my early twenties and read it because I just liked the tabloid style versus the paper paper mm -hmm. years ago and then there was a quiz that i would take in there every single week to make sure that i learned and retained some of the information that that i read so i like to do it because it tests my memory of me reading what i've done in the read in the paper uh, okay <coughs> so and i always think to myself when i'm reading a story they're going to put that as the as the quiz one of the quiz and guess what nine out of ten times it is so it's like the weird things, like what are percentages, how many people, who, th things that you would may not have paid that much yeah. attention to. So I like the quizzes because it keeps us on our toes. 
Well, I also want to say congratulations to Paige Gebhardt. Yes, Gignetti, of course. And wish her all the best yes. in this um, role as mayor of the city of Scranton. Not not just because she's the first woman. I mean, I, that's wonderful, but I think she's brilliant. And I, and I certainly hope that she can bring some of that intelligence and background and experience to play in in this environment because we desperately need a breath of fresh air in city hall well, to be able to just let's try to see this from a from an outside perspective and see what are the things that we can make a difference in and i think the page is the person who can do it well so good I, luck to page. i don't always think outsiders are the answer that being said I think I met her, I've talked to her once really at length, not about politics, about actually motherhood and and her husband's business and mm-hmm. gluten-free wraps and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And she, we had a very nice conversation. And I just wish her all the best. I just penned a little note to her. I didn't mail it yet. Um, so I, I do. I wish her all the best and i'm i'm rooting for her and as well as anyone else coming in our dear mr notariani and Deb Dominic and Chris Shermack, we're giving them, and all of the row offices, and anybody who's starting a new journey, uh, wish them all well and hope for success. So it's yeah, it's all good. So we are going to take a take a, a final uh, break. Yes, a final, <laughs> final break, final, final for the yeah. week. Anyway, so we'll talk to you next week. Have a very uh, happy and fun weekend. Be safe. And please be nice. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.